All right, Mary, what's up? Another what's beautiful up, day. Yeah, yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's been rough. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a rough day for me, too. But I'm trying yeah. to stay, stay positive and be optimistic. You know, um, you know, just to kind of jump in into today's discussion and topic, you know, it, th- this kind of came about because uh, me and my husband recently had a conversation because we sort of disagreed on how we wanted to discipline one of our kids. And it's, you know, for some particular action, basically. And it just got me thinking about how and now over the years, our routine has changed in terms of how we handle the situation like that. But obviously with being military spouses, there's a lot of situations where we're pretty much like the primary parent, right? Mm -hmm. And it could get really blurry when it comes to disciplining the kids and raising the kids and having certain routines with the kids. Because when you're primarily doing something, you know, you're kind of going to do it your way, you know? And so when when that gets adjusted, it's kind of like, uh, wait, you know, you're kind of coming on my territory. We're like, what's going on right like, now? Like, who are you to step in? And then it's like, oh, hold on now. It's two of y'all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, because they are also parents as well who care and love, you know, their ch- care about and love their children. So they want the best for them just like you do, right? Y'all both trying to be out here raising great children. And so it just got me thinking and um, of just trying to really touch base with some of the military spouses out there who are dealing with those issues when they're when their spouses are, you know, either continuously on TDYs or deployments, or even if they're just living separately, you know, because I know there's some families who don't live with their spouse um, because they're at a particular, you know, that they're the location that the family doesn't want to go or anything like that, you know? So that can create different dynamics for how you decide to parent your kids. But it's like, how do you um, set those, basically, how do you combine, um, leading at being the, the leader as a parent so to speak if you're the one who's primarily doing a lot of that stuff but also making sure you're still you know um mindful that they that your spouse is a parent as well who wants to participate and making sure you're not being overbearing during this whole process and so i kind of want to sp- speak to you on this because i know with your husband he deploys a lot more than mine so i know that obviously with you guys having three kids that there has at some point had to be a moment of something of some kind. You oh, know? girl, we still have moments like. <laughs> so we still have moments. Yeah, so I just want you to kind of like, like, what is it? What is that like? Um, when especially if he's gone for let's say beyond six months, the transition from, you know, you guys, you you pretty much doing everything to now he's home and when you have a routine with the kids you know how open are you to adjusting that or being flexible to him you know for him or whatever I guess when he comes back in the picture not to say back in the picture that sounds bad but you know what I mean (laughs) no I get it I get it though when he come back into just getting into adding himself back into the routine that we've already established exactly good job um (laughs) you're welcome Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess for us, since we've been doing it for so long, um, we've now like, I don't even say we came up with something, but it's kind of like, we know that in front of the kids, when it comes to discipline, whether we disagree with, you know, the way 
either one of us disciplines the kids, we're going to be a forefront. We're going to be a team in front of the kids. But behind closed doors, like, hey, um, I don't think that was a good idea. Like, don't you think you've been a little too rough or too hard? Like, we, we sit and have these conversations because communication is everything. Right. And um, and then it's like, yeah, you can agree or disagree. And then it's like, well, you tell me why you think I was wrong. Or you tell me why you think you were right. And just break it down just to hear each other out. And then, you know, you come to something. And if we're wrong about it, then we'll, we will be that bigger person to go to our kids and say, you know, I'm sorry. But here, listen this is, you know, what you did was wrong and, you know, just talk to them. I know it's crazy. It's weird though, because we think about how um, our two oldest have been disciplined, like in the years as they've grown up. And then now you got the little one and it's just like, oh, gentle parenting all the way with this one. And then sometimes you'd be like, mm, nah, these timeouts is not working for you. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a learning and growing experience, like over the years. And um, I think for us, now that our older two are getting older, it's easier to just sit down and talk to them and have them express, you know, their feelings or, you know, to tell their sides of the stories rather than just doing what we were used to or succumb to as, you know, as, as we were kids, you know, growing up and just getting beat or, you know, punishment and so just trying to break those generational curses. Yeah, yeah. I was um, looking at a website on, um, I think it's verywellfamily.com. Mm-hmm. And they actually break down like four different ways that, you know, four different parenting styles. The first one was authoritarian, um, where, and this one, the parent focuses on obedience punish and punishment over discipline. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives you, it makes you think of that like militaristic type parenting style. Then you have authoritative. You have the authoritative uh, parenting style, which, sorry, is the parent who creates positive relationships by enforcing enforcing rules. But the main point of that is you still create those positive relationships. Then you have permissive. They don't enforce the rules. And their favorite saying is, kids will be kids. Mm-mm. <laughs> right. Yep. I'm going to just say no to that one. <laughs> then you have the, the uninvolved parenting, which is, you know, they provide a little guidance, nurturing, or attention. And, um, you know, it's funny because I feel like I'm a combination of, I can have my permissive moments, but majority of, of my moments, I feel like, are more stuck into the authoritative um, mm-hmm. realm. Because, you know, you, you got to make sure you have those rules um, and you discipline matters in a sense but you also are flexible you're flexible with it because you understand that kids are different certain things works for certain kids and all that so um but it's interesting because when you think about the different parenting styles that's going to affect how you discipline your children so if you have somebody who is completely uninvolved and then you have somebody who is like just super like i said militaristic in their parenting there's going to be conflicts with that because you're going to see that person as, hey, you're not doing anything and I'm over here, you know, raising many soldiers and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but, um, so, the, but anyways, but a lot of, a lot of, I think for the most part, when you think about couples, usually you're going to have similar thinking, right? With your, whoever your spouse is on some level, but it doesn't mean that you're always going to agree. So you're still going to, even if your parenting styles are close, there's still probably going to be moments 
like for instance, I know for me and my husband, one of the things that stands out for me is when it comes to my daughter, obviously being a woman, I I see things from her angle a little bit different. So I always make sure I'm like, hey, I understand how you see it and what you're thinking, but just understand based on my experiences as a woman, there's more to it. There's more to it. So, um, but anyways, but just on the, in the article, you know, they're also discussing how when it, when you, so when you have these, um, basically when you have these disagreements or whatever, there's just certain things that they were like, you need to focus on. First of all, you have to understand that there are consequences to the disagreement. Meaning if the children see, and going back to what you said before about how, uh, how important it is for you to have that united front, because if you don't, what do kids do? Oh, well, I know daddy says no, but mommy always says yes. So what do you do? You yep. kind of, you're going to go to mommy instead of going to daddy or vice versa. Right. But also then it becomes a us versus him or us versus her mentality in terms of the family versus the, the one of the parents, because you guys are not on the same page. So you definitely want to make sure that you recognize that when there's issues on a, or if there's a disagreement among how you guys are parenting, it needs to be discussed because if it continues on, there are definitely going to be consequences for you guys not dealing with that when it comes to raising your children. And then, you know, they also discuss how, you know, your approach to that spouse, to your spouse matters because think about this at the end of the day. And I'm talking about for genuinely good parents, not, you know, people who are horrible people, but just genuinely good parents, parents. (laughs) genuinely good parents want to raise good human beings they want to raise good great citizens right so all they're doing is they're they're thinking is i'm doing the best i can to raise this child to be the best they can so it's and they're doing it out of love right so if i come to you and basically tell you you know what you're not doing a good job at what you do or or the way you're doing it is wrong you can understand why somebody could be well, somebody could take offense to that, right? Because, hey, I'm giving my all. I'm pouring my heart into this. I feel like this is right. And if you just come, if you don't have the right approach and understanding, then that could easily lead to a deeper argument just because it's easy to get sensitive about your children. It's very easy to get sensitive mm-hmm. about them because you're going to think that, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing what's right. Like, I'm trying to do it. So any, anytime somebody is pouring their heart into something... Um, and the effort, which is which is what we do with our children, you got to make sure that you're coming at them with that same love to say, "Hey, I'm not criticizing what you do or what you think is right, but just like you said before, I think that's a perfect uh, example of how you say, you know, you and your husband sit there and you guys discuss. Hey, uh, I'm gonna tell you why I really didn't care for what you was doing, but you also hear him out on why he may say, "Hey, this is why I did it, and this is why I think it mm-hmm. works." And then you guys, you know, you talk through it. Um, you know, the, 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 next, the next thing they discussed also was like learning to accept your differences because, and you know, and getting to a point where you're comfortable agreeing to disagree. And once you realize that, hey, we may have slightly different parenting styles all because of our own experiences, our own perspectives on life. And think about it. Your children are of you, right? So the mindset, everything is going to be, 
so similar that it's so crucial that both of you do have a very big imprint on them you know what I mean because just because you see stuff a certain way you got to remember that's that hey they got his genes too you know what I mean so it's like the way see and do things could be very similar to him and then like just just looking at that um aspect of like when you know like for us military spouses and when the service member is gone for a certain certain amount of time and then coming back like because before they left you know they had different types of behaviors but you know those behaviors change over time Mm -hmm. and so what you may be used to is not going to always be the same so there will be times where there will be disagreements and like you say you can agree to just disagree but it goes back to having those conversations where it's like okay I understand like this is how you may see it but you got to understand that you were gone x amount of time and you know some things change our kids change you know so just being open about that and not um and the service member not taking offense to it um which is you know that whole episode we did when we brought Rudy on <clears throat> excuse me y'all about the whole reintegration process so um when the service members are briefed on just before coming home and not going full force and back into you know discipline and just taking over the routine and stuff but easing your way back in um is necessary yeah that's a really good point kids like you said especially when like i know um it's certain ages where their growth is just so amazing like it's, it's times when they're young you know like especially obviously if you compare a newborn to a six-month-old that was a lot that has changed within that time span you know mm-hmm. um saying from six months to a year old you know and then if you think about the changes that kids go through in middle school into high school like those are significant changes so that's a good point like of of making sure that they're also comfortable understanding that hey I respect your point of view. I respect where you're coming from, but also understand I've been in the trenches. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got the best view. I'm trying to tell you. I'm swimming above water, just barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, don't jump in. Don't jump in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No. So no, that's a good point. I know. Um then so the next step they said though, once you, you know, have kind of accepted each other's differences try to find similar ground so say hey you know um well what are some things that you're on board with that i do and what are some things that you're that you know and vice versa right okay let's discuss this because those are the things that we could try to create a plan and say hey this is what we're going to do going forward this is how we want to um discipline the children these are the things that we hope that they get from it and obviously we'll reevaluate this if going forward we realize that our plan is not working <laughs> or you know if we feel like it's too much whatever it is like you, you have to be flexible during this whole process right it has to change so then once you get that similar ground you focus on actually establishing those household rules and where you're you know you're coming up with the like possible consequences for the kids if they were to break the rules like um have a have that planned out like so you guys can like Mary said, have that united front in front of the kids. So once you have that plan, it's easier to make sure you don't lose your cool in front of the kids because you you know what you've already agreed to. You're like, hey, no, we said their bedtime was going to be this. And if they didn't follow through, they weren't going to get this. 
We said that they had to do these chores. They get one reminder. If they don't do them, they don't get any allowance. Like what, whatever, you know, your rules are. Once you guys agree, that puts y'all in a better place to stick to it. And also, like I said, present that united front in front of them, you know. But you also got to be trying to make sure, make sure you lead them by example too, you know, and, and having that, um, not necessarily because obviously some of the rules are going to be garnered strictly to the kids but just making sure you're showing like you're practicing what you're preaching basically you know um yeah and um i was just gonna say like even um if there are like if your household is a type where you know you guys have like strictly two different types of parenting styles instead of like a combo um for instance let's say one is just because you know there are some service members out there that are strictly like authoritative and militaristic because you know that's all they know especially being in the service for so long um if that's the case like let's say they're disciplining a child you as the spouse or vice versa can just go back in like after you know the service member or you whichever one who has that style and just talk to them and like hey you understand why dad or mom was upset right and just talk to them that way just so that way it kind of balances out like the discipline like you still in trouble but i'm here to talk to you on a more calm level and just to to explain it more better right does that make sense yes you know what i mean because there has been yes. incident like that like we like here in our household there has been incidents like that whether it's i'm doing the yelling and fussing or my husband is and then what we're um either alternating like going back in okay well i'm gonna go talk to him now like right you cool off let me go talk to him and explain to them so that way it's better uh explain and that they're able to feel better because what you don't want to do is have them feeling like they like a horrible kid or anything like that you don't want that but you want them to understand your actions and let them know that it's not okay yes you know and i don't know if you watch this but i watch this is us and in the current i love this yeah (laughs) yeah so in in the current episode i'm not gonna give away no spoilers just in case people haven't watched but there is a scene where um beth and randall are uh discussing with With deja Deja. yes and randall is off the hinges like he is he is (laughs) full-blown crazy and Beth realized, hey, I got to rein in my craziness and be the calm one and go talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that because that balance, because y'all are a team. You know what I mean? So it's almost like having the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Like, and together, yes. <laughs> if y'all are coming off like that, y'all are a team. And it's perfect. And it was a perfect, The I mean, the way they went through the whole process was wonderful. Like, how they dealt with the situation and everything. So that's a good point of trying to have that balance between you and your spouse when it comes to dealing with the kids and speaking of that balance another thing is also making sure you're not like you know <clears throat> now my kids are not really old enough to ask too crazy too much of a crazy situation you know thing or whatever but like you know obviously as kids get older it could be hey you know um can I drive the car this weekend or can I stay tonight at so-and-so's house or can, you know and some parents are quick to respond without discussing it with the other parent and that's something you want to make sure y'all are on the same page for because you may have one parent who's like no you're not staying at anybody's house another parent may be like oh I stay at my friend's house all the time it's no big deal you just 
but you need to communicate that and have you know have those discussions and um you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> i laugh because that's like <laughs> we still working on that because sometimes we'd be like i'd be like I'd be like, just because I don't want to say no, look, going back to our episode, being intentional about saying no, I, instead of just saying no, I'd be like, ask your dad. <laughs> and I know I say that because sometimes they just won't ask him because they think he's going to say no. When half the time he'd be like, I don't care. Or, or it was going to go back and forth. He'd be like, ask your mom. And he's like, well, we did ask mom and she told me to ask you. And then he makes the decision or the other way around. So I just laughed at that because, <laughs> or just sometimes it'd be like, okay, babe, uh, Amira wants to stay at her friend's house, and he's like, "Okay, what do you feel?" And I'm like, "I guess right. she gotta clean her room first, but okay, right. you know, <laughs> right, right." And that's good. As long the communication there ain't no problem. Like you don't have to worry about him calling. Wait, she's staying at who house? You ain't talk to me about. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that issue. Um. Also, something else, guys. Beyond just listening to this podcast and stuff like that, there are many ways that you could also find out. Um. Or get more help, get more information. You know, there's obviously there's there's a lot of like classes, books, therapy. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure there's groups like parenting groups. Yeah, going to therapy, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so much. It's it's so many ways. There's no excuses if you're having issues with trying to figure it out between the two of you guys. There's there's so much help out there that you can get. Um, because remember, and at the base of it, if you remember at the very base of it. Both of you guys truly love your kids and y'all just want the best for them. I think that will also help with kind of like soothing over the process because you know that their intentions are well. And um, kind of going back to another podcast episode we had where we discussed how as people, we want to judge ourselves based off our intention, but we judge others based off of their action. But if we can take that mindset of judging them off their intention as well, like I said, you'll have a lot more sympathy when you go in to discuss the disagreement that you guys are having. So that's something always to keep in the back of your head. And um, and then also just remember to go back, review your process, review, review your plan, see what's working, see what's not working. Because like I said, kids change and um, and you just, you're going to have to adjust as time goes on. But as long as you guys remain a team and stay together and um i think i think you'll be fine yes and then like we know something as sensitive as talking about your parenting skills or anything like that can make it hard for you to reach out and ask for help but you got to think about the ultimate goal and that's your children um and how you want them to be perceived and how their behavior continues um so you got to make that change you got to you know step up and ask for help even if it's something that you don't want to do all right so let's go ahead and get into this um affirmation i am enough i have the power to create the life i desire i am worthy of my dreams i am worthy of my dreams and remember shine sis You got this. You got this, girl.